sometimes we go a little something like this. Hit it! Welcome to the GameWire Podcast, your main source of gaming news for June 15th, 2021. I'm your host, Tim TV. It's E3, baby! So instead of your traditional news show, let's talk about the biggest gaming convention of the year. Well, the biggest one so far. I say so far because the convention is getting some bad results this year, and the last couple years it has as well. Although many fans of... Fans of some of the biggest gaming companies are extremely happy with their company's showings. There's still a huge sigh in the gaming community. Many fans are wondering where the extreme announcements, the surprise world premieres, and the secret collaborations are. Personally, I think this year was a pretty good year at E3, but you can definitely tell that the gaming industry was hit hard by the COVID-19 pandemic. No one had a lot of things to really show this year. They had a lot of things that were already in production. Uh, Nothing really surprising, though. So, you know, take it as it is. Be mindful of what's happening in the world when you're looking at E3 this year. But with that in mind, let's break down some of the biggest conferences and announcements that have been announced so far. Because remember, this is Tuesday, June 15th. And E3 doesn't technically end until the end of the week. And Summer Game Fest just keeps going on and on until it's done. <laughs> Last year went for like four weeks. Woohoo. Anyways, let's start with the elephant in the room. Microsoft. Microsoft is gearing up for a big year this year for their newest console, the Xbox Series X. And their flagship IP, Halo, is putting out one of its newest games this holiday season. Speaking of which, uh, Halo Infinite. There was a Halo Infinite trailer that was released to explain the tie between Halo Infinite and Halo 5. For those of you who are unaware, Halo 5 was the last installment in the Halo series. It followed the Master Chief as he tried to fight an evil Cortana and or save her from being evil. Um, Cortana was, of course, his original AI that helped you through Halo 1, 2, 3, and 4 and uh, was destroyed at the end of 4. Sorry, spoilers, but you need to know it if you're going to watch any of these games, uh, especially the Halo series. Um, What the biggest surprise was is that there is going to be a new Cortana in Halo Infinite that will will partner with the character in the main story. I totally didn't read that sentence correctly, but what it... What it means is that there is, in that trailer, it explains that you get your AI back because 343 Industries, who makes Halo, wanted to go back to the roots of Halo. And what that was was having someone in your head telling you what you need to do next, um, opening doors and doing other things like that as well. So, but I think the biggest surprise was actually the multiplayer section of that trailer and the trailer that came out the next day. The biggest thing about that was the multiplayer for Halo Infinite will be free to all players on day one of release. This is kind of a big deal. Uh, Halo Infinite's multiplayer will have the Battle Royale mode, the traditional uh, team deathmatch and other modes like that. And possibly a version of Halo 5's Firefight or Warzone game modes? Okay, that last part is speculation. But I'm pumped either way. 
I'm a huge fan of Halo 5's firefight in Warzone game modes. If those find their way into this newest game, I'd be super happy. If not, oh well, at least we get some new Halo. Speaking of new stuff, ID at Xbox, Microsoft's indie game projects, had a great showing as well. Numerous games were shown off, including one that looks like the indie hit Gang Beasts with Animals. It's called Party Animals. It looks like a really good party game to play when you have your buds over and you want to grab a few drinks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, this is the same as Gang Beasts. We play that game all the time still. There are also a bunch of other new interesting games that were announced. Some of those include Stalker 2, Redfall, and the new Sea of Thieves content that includes the one, the only, Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean. And it's not just some knockoff or zany thing that uh, Rare is trying to pull off here. It is actually licensed Jack Sparrow. So there's a partnership with Disney, and I'm kind of concerned about how two of the biggest companies in the world, Microsoft and Disney, are now partnering. <laughs> That's neither here nor there, though. Uh, on top of that, Bethesda, who had a combined showcase this year with Microsoft, showed up a new teaser for their game Starfield, which is their newest IP in almost 20 years. The game has been described as Fallout in space. Um, we don't really know anything else past that, because they showed off just a little bit more of in-game footage, but not a lot. This is actually part of the course for Bethesda, who's done this for their last couple games. But seeing as Starfield will be coming out in 2022, in fact, November 11, 2022, uh, they don't want to really show anything yet. In fact, it's probably a good case that there's probably not a lot done. So they don't want to show you something now and get you all hyped up for what that particular game was like when a year from now the game could be completely different. In all, I think the Microsoft uh, conference was the best showing of the of all the conferences. But there's still one thing that the conference was missing. A Halo Infinite release date. Instead, it's slated for holiday 2021. But to us gamers, that doesn't really mean anything because we've seen games get delayed or we know the release could be pushed back. The release could be as early, if holiday 21, 2021 is concerned, it could be as early as the beginning of November, it could be as late as middle of January. And honestly, this is maybe a good call by Microsoft. We've seen in the last couple years some really bad game launches. Uh, even their Halo Master Chief Collection, which had probably one of the worst game launches in gaming history. So... It's probably good that they just wait and see how good the game is, make sure its launch is good, and people are able to play the game. Because that'll have a really positive impact on how they think the game is overall. So that was Microsoft. <laughs> and I, I promise you, I did not list out, like I said at the beginning, I didn't watch every single press conference. Um, I do use things like IGN, VG247, and of course gaming forums where I go to get all of my information and they're able to really spot out the little details. So here are the big announcements for a bunch of the other uh, important conferences, but in my opinion this year was very sparing of new content, so let's just jump in and talk about a bunch of these things real fast. 
Uh, Hello Neighbor 2 was announced, the indie game for a couple years ago. Hello Neighbor was a viral sensation, and now we're getting a second game. Capcom announced Resident Evil Village, their newest Resident Evil game, will have DLC and will kind of announce that it won't be the last DLC. Whatever that means, we don't exactly know, but be expecting some DLC to come soon to Resident Evil Village. Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song was announced, while Bloodlines 2, the actual sequel to Vampire the Masquerade, was pushed back once again. Swansong is a RPG fighter. They weren't very specific on what exactly it is, but we'll know more in the future. And there are other Vampire the Masquerade games coming out as well. Back for Blood, a spiritual successor to Valve's Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 was shown off. It's also uh, apparently going to be day one Game Pass available. So if you have Game Pass, pay the $5 a month to Microsoft to get it. Uh, you'll be able to play Back for Blood immediately as soon as it comes out on Game Pass. Rainbow Six Extinction gameplay was shown off. This is shown off pretty early on in the, the week of E3, uh, but it surely pissed off a lot of Rainbow Six fans while making average people interested in Rainbow Six again. Ah, I love, I wrote that earlier and I love that I wrote that down. <laughs> The new Guardians of the Galaxy game by Square Enix is stealing a lot of the show today, making it probably one of the most talked about games in their showing next to Strangers to Paradise, which is also known as Final Fantasy Origins. I believe that's a Final Fantasy 1 remake, but I'm not quite sure. Uh, and we don't really know a lot about it yet, so take that with a grain of salt. Ubisoft announced a new Avatar game, not Avatar The Last Airbender, but the one in space that was like Dancing with Wolves. So to, yeah, there was actually a couple Avatar games that, that did come out. Um, they were okay, they weren't great, but they were like your basic movie to video game concepts. So I'm hoping that this one will be an actual game that might Give us some more lore in the Avatar universe, because who knows, that movie's been wanting to come out for like the last 10 years almost now. For Gearbox and the Summer Game Fest coverage, you can check out my last podcast. We did talk about it because a lot of it did happen last week. Summer Game Fest came out, Jeff Keighley came out and did his little solo announcements and everything, and Gearbox also had some of their stuff released last week and earlier in the week, and... I didn't really see too much other than the uh, new Borderlands game. Uh, it's a Tiny Tina game. I forgot what it was called. Didn't write it down. Sorry. Um, but that is on the horizon for Gearbox. So as I'm sitting here today, uh, it's 630 on June 15th, 2021. Uh, the only conference left is Devolver Digital. Who, uh, to, to my knowledge, the only big conference left, I should say. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, Devolver Digital does a cringy, humorous, and oftentimes terrifying broadcast every year. And they're always last, and it's always the best. And you know what? Their conference is actually what I'm most excited for. Last year they did, uh, two years ago, they did a fake press conference where... The CEO, supposed CEO, Devolver Digital was on stage and like killed somebody or something like that. It's all stage. It's not real. 
Um, last year, they were in the office making fun of the year before. So who knows what they'll do this year, and I'm pretty excited about it. All right, finally, let's let's get to Nintendo. The big, the other big one, because Sony did not show this year, as they said they weren't going to, so. Holding their conference today, they did not hold back the punches, but they did not impress either. So there were a bunch of Nintendo usuals that were announced, announced, new Super Smash Bros. Ultimate characters, some DLCs for some games, and some exclusives that the Japanese fan base will really enjoy. But the few announcements that did steal the show were these. There's a new WarioWare game coming to Switch, a Super Monkey Ball remaster and collection coming to Switch. Uh, not quite sure what it is, but it's at least a remaster of the first three games is what I was, uh, what I saw. So I love Super Monkey Ball, so right on, bring it on. And the really big one, a 2D Metroid game called Metroid Dread. That is such a huge thing because not only have we not had a Metroid game in several years, we've not had a 2D traditional Metroid game in a long time, probably since the early thousands. Uh, so this is a huge, huge announcement and it's got a lot of people riled up. People are really excited. But the thing that did steal the show was the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. Uh, the trailer did say a release date as well as while showing more visuals from the game. It looks awesome. Uh, the release date will be in 2022. But other than that, it was kind of a lackluster showing for Nintendo, who did not announce several things like their new Switch Pro console, nor they announced anything for Metroid Prime 4, uh, or the supposed Donkey Kong Country crossover game. Not too ashamed not to have that out there, but... <laughs> Whatever. Um, and there's a bunch of other first-party IPs they didn't really talk about. Uh, the only Mario game that was announced was Mario and Rabbids, but that's a Ubisoft thing that they announced. Um, there was no new Pikmin games. There was thought that they would come out with Mother releases, which is also known as Earthbound here in the West, and things like that. So a very, very sparing uh, showing by all companies this year, especially Nintendo. But there is one thing to remember. Nintendo does like to hold their own Nintendo Directs, which are basically the same press conferences we watched today, uh, but they do them randomly. <laughs> and it would not be the first time that Nintendo has spontaneously announced a Nintendo Direct right after E3. In previous years, they did it basically announcing things like, I don't want to say Super Smash Brothers, but they announced other Switches and things like that. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. This may not be the last time we see Nintendo this month, or it could be, and we'll just see him later in the year with some more announcements for holiday 2021. E3 and Summer Game Fest are still in full swing right as we're talking. So we may get a few more announcements before the week is over or the month is over because Summer Game Fest just goes on and on. Make sure you check out my Twitter, and we'll have another episode of the podcast on Thursday to talk about all the things I missed and any corrections and anything like that. I'm always on my Twitter. I've been tweeting about E3 all week. Make sure you uh, jump on there and check me out. I'm at TIMMTV18 on Twitter. Uh, and make sure you follow this podcast to make sure you keep getting updates. We do have one rumor 
And I want to put this rumor in here before we get to Thursday. Because I have a feeling on Thursday it'll be announced and I'll be able to talk about it again. But let's talk about this one last rumor. Kojima Productions, which if you don't know, Hideo Kojima is one of the biggest names in the gaming industry. He's made games like Silent Hill. He's made games uh, like Metal Gear Solid. All of those games for the most part. And he recently made the game Death Stranding after he left Konami. Konami? Quick Google search. Yes, Konami. Sorry. I'm tired. It's been a long day. But Kojima Productions are supposedly working on a game that's called Abandoned. Uh, And it's supposedly going to be announced soon. The reason I'm saying this is a rumor and everything is all supposed because we don't have concrete details. Kojima Productions, which is the name that they gave to the studio working with Kojima when he was making Death Stranding with Sony, uh, has not come out and said anything about Abandoned. But there is a company called Blue Box Game Studios on Twitter that did make an announcement today about Abandoned. Abandonment. And they said an announcement and teaser will be coming soon. Uh, there's something to point out here, and this is all going into the, the, the wormhole and all the stuff, conspiracies that I'm involved in. So take this all with a grain of salt. Kojima is a very secretive person, but he likes putting little breadcrumbs everywhere so you can follow out, see what he's doing, right? His last game, Death Stranding, was formerly made under the studio name BB Productions. That was the original thing before it was Kojima Productions. In that case, BB meant Big Boss, which refers to the Metal Gear Solid series that Kojima is known for. Wow, why can't I talk at all? Some heavy speculation there, but we could have a trailer for this game as soon as this evening, actually or probably before June 22nd. It has been announced and confirmed by that Twitter account that on June 22nd, the game is slated to be shown off via an app that you can get through Sony and your PlayStation or your PlayStation Mobile. Uh, And this is all coming from Blue Box Gaming Studios Twitter. Uh, If you go on there, it's very bare. But one of the last things they tweeted out, which was awesome, I I don't have it up in front of me, but this is what it says. Uh, Expect an announcement for something starting with S and ends with L. For those of you that are familiar with Kojima and familiar with his games, uh, will know that he had his gaming series called Silent Hill. Uh, It's a very influential series, very one of the, the cornerstones of horror gaming and horror storytelling, in my opinion. So... Everyone on there is pretty, pretty going crazy, figuring out, trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, all of my gaming forums that I watch are going crazy about it. So we don't know anything, though. There's no announcement. There's nothing official. Sony has not made a single announcement for E3 this week, which is might be a good thing. Um, so we'll have to see what happens next. We have no idea. All right, well, that's it. That is the gaming news for June 15th, 2021. 
You can always check me out on Twitter at TIMMTV18, TimTV18, or you can follow this podcast on your favorite podcatcher for more gaming news. I'm very tired, so I'm out. Peace. Hit it.